The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. The Morning Show team is gathered and ready. Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines. Adam Fike has the detailed forecast. And Bob Slider and Tony Caridi have sports. Plus commentary, rants, and interviews with Howard Monroe. This is the Watchdog Morning Show on the Watchdog Radio Network. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Well, I'm going to say we need Roger Miller today to bring sunshine inside because it's not a sunny day outside. Rain most of the day today. I don't know if it's still coming. Do you have a chance to look outside, Bob? I did not. It uh, was coming down pretty heavy as we both came in this morning, and I think we're looking for heavy rain maybe up to around 10 o'clock or so. Then it might lighten up a little bit and then come back later in the day. But rain most of the day. Temperatures dropping. We'll get down to around 44 by uh, late afternoon today. And overnight we're going to hit uh, in the 20s, 30s. We're going to have overnight frost, uh, freeze warning in effect in the overnight hours, uh, so be aware of that. Temperature has dropped just a little bit. It's just degree by degree this morning, but now we're at 51 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 52 at the Highlands, 52 in Elm Grove, and 51 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I don't know why you all are so concerned about my vaccines. Yes, the reason I was not here on Friday I had a COVID vaccine Thursday uh, afternoon, and by Thursday evening, I had a reaction. First time ever I've had a reaction, any kind of vaccine, but I, overnight, I was just whoosh, and by morning, I knew I couldn't. It, it, a, I was coughing and breathing problems, and B, I, I wasn't making any sense. Did my note when I sent it to you make any sense? Did I type right? Was that okay? Yeah, I think so. it was short but sweet. Yeah, I got I got the jest of it. I was just I just was I walk I was like oh well, man I'm out of it. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. A couple are asking me, Howard, have you had the RSV vaccine? No, I have not. Probably will get it because again I'm such an immunocompromised person. Second texter, did you get the RSV vaccine? No, I did not get that yet. Um, this person apparently doesn't like the fact that I had a vaccine. Uh, go get another one. Go get another COVID shot. Five, really? Why not get six? Why not get seven? If they offer six or seven, I will get them because um, I don't know. I don't want to die because I have uh, so many medical issues. I am in the firmly immunocompromised area, covid Took some people that I knew, and I don't want to take me. You know what, Howard? I think I've only had two. I uh, <clears throat> didn't get the boosters. I did the one where you had to come back and, and, get, and yeah, do the, the first booster. one. You had to, to, came in two, right? But uh, that was it for me. I talked about it. I, I wanted to go up, but then there was uh, it wasn't as easy as it was before. Some insurances you had to make it. You know, then you had to make an appointment, and I thought, well, okay, I'll remember that, and I didn't. And you didn't, yeah. When it was up at the highlands and they had the big center up there you could easily get the shot um and then when they closed down the center you had to go to the um, the health department or other places to get it and it wasn't quite as easy and then of course uh as the federal money has dried up for this stuff uh you have to have insurance to get it so 
Uh, fortunately, we have good insurance, and so we did get. Uh, so, anyways, I got the fifth. And to the person who apparently seems to be snotty here, um, why not get a sixth or seventh? I will. If it becomes available, I will because, again, I am in the position where the, the wrong kind of, you know, I get an attack on my lungs and I'm, I'm in trouble. It's one of the things that even the reaction bothered me a little bit. Uh, I don't know what this means. There's, there's one person who clearly has been taking his own treatments this morning. You know what I'm saying, Bob? A little medical marijuana. Little, is that where you're yeah, going with Yes, it, exactly. And it's just as the morning has gone on, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, either way, I wish you the best. Well, there you go. That's nice, Howard. There, somebody wishes me the best. Thank heavens. Um, I want to get to this story about retail in Ohio before the mall, but we'll do that coming up later on. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about wealth inequality. Uh, is the system screwed up? And if it is, do we reform it? Do we change it? How do we do it? Marjorie Kelly is the author of a new book called uh, Wealth Supremacy. How the Extractive Economy and the Biased Rules of Capitalism Drive Today's Crises. And she is going to join us coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Upgrade your home and get 11% off all countertop at Menards. Menards countertops are durable, dependable, affordable, and easy to install. Transform everyday spaces into gathering places with Menards' great selection of quartz and laminate countertops. Visit our kitchen showrooms in-store or go to Menards.com for your free estimates today. And save 11% on all countertop at Menards. Good through November 5th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Weekends are made for sports, and Saturday mornings are all sports here on the Watchdog. West Virginia football scoreboard, Ohio Sports Magazine, the good old boys on sports, with Bear and Bob at 8 with your calls, and complete coverage of the NFL, college, and local high school action on the Paul Harris Law Office Sports Huddle from 9 to noon. Saturday morning sports, from the Ohio Valley's leader in live and local sports coverage, the Watchdog. The Watchdog. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. We'll be friends when you're in need of love to give you care and attention. Friends will be friends when you're through with life but no Till 
bumper music this morning, all using the theme of friends in um, in memory of Matthew Perry, uh, one of the stars of, t of TV's Friends show, who passed away this weekend at the age of 54, drowned in a hot tub apparently, and um, uh, so we've been reminiscing a bit about the TV show, about Matthew Perry, about some great TV shows like Friends. Uh, and the fact, in my opinion, there are no great TV shows like Friends anymore. There's nothing even – I don't even know what's on TV. Do you, Bob? I don't even know what's on. YouTube, Howard. I watch football and I watch YouTube. That's all I do. You know, I watch reruns of everything on uh, either Netflix or one of the streaming channels. My wife and I watch Blue Bloods or NCIS, The Morning Show on Disney, those kind of things. Um, I, I don't even know – I don't. I couldn't name a single sitcom on TV right now. I, I, I Literally, I couldn't tell you. Good, bad, or indifferent. I hate it. I love it. I couldn't name one. I could not name a single one. All right, 917 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, listen, I said to you earlier, and I'm going to just say it again. I know y'all, and I will get, by the end of this interview, at least one person, because I know one person, who will send me a text saying, where do you find these crazy people? All right? I know that. You're going to say that. And I know that somebody's going to say, she sounds like communist to me. Um, and it's my belief that we have a problem with our economic system, and we need to look at, uh, at what's wrong with it and how do we fix it. And that's one of the things that Marjorie Kelly has done in her book, Wealth Supremacy. Good morning, and welcome to our show. Good morning, Howard. I know I'm getting nasty uh, e e emails when you're done, just so you know. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll deal with them. Um, you, 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 of, you are of the, let's just let's just jump right to it. You are of the belief that our financial system isn't working right for the common good, for the common man, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right, Howard. It's it's kind of gotten out of whack. <clears throat> you know, there's so much wealth going into very few hands, and most of us are struggling. I mean, two out of three uh, Americans don't even have $1,000 in an emergency. I mean, that's that's rough, you know, and, and then, of course, we're buried in debt and we're having rising rents. And what I look at in, in my book is how really extraction by finance, by wealthy people, is really what's causing a lot of these crises. And, you know, we tend not to to look at it that way. And, and I'll say, Howard, you know, I come from a business family. I ran a small business for 20 years. My dad had a small business. So I'm not anti-business, but I think what we have is a system that it's gotten out of whack. Your book is uh, how the extractive economy and the bias rules of capitalism drive today's crises. When I hear the phrase extractive economy here in West Virginia, I think of coal and gas and things that are being extracted of natural resources. But you're really talking about extracting financial resources. Yeah, that's right. I'm, you know, I'm talking about families that are loaded with debt, medical debt, credit card debt, you know, education debt, and can't keep up. And we're talking about private equity out there buying homes. And in Cincinnati, they're buying one in five homes. And the way that they're creating profits for their investors, they're raising rents, they're neglecting maintenance, they're doing really aggressive evictions. And, you know, and I also talk about another way to do it, Howard, and what, what we as a democracy collaborative call a democratic economy. And in Cleveland, the city stepped in, it issued a bond, it bought 200 homes from private equity, and it said, we're going to keep the rents low, we're going to catch up on the maintenance, and we're going to train these renters and how to be homeowners. So you can still have an economy. So I'm sorry. Investors. So the city, the city became a landlord, being landlords essentially. Essentially, yes. 
Yeah, yeah, it did because it because it was it was tired of all this extraction happening in its its community. Um, I think Jesus said the poor will always be with us. I think most of us have come to believe the rich will always be with us. Having said that, I'm old enough to remember when there was actually some kind of a middle class in this country, and it seems to have faded. It's not faded away, but it's greatly mm-hmm. diminished. Um, uh, what mm-hmm. what happened? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the middle class has been hollowed out. Well, uh, what happened, Howard, is that capital needed to keep growing. I mean, investment portfolios need to grow every quarter, every year. And when they can't do that, a lot of times what they do is they cut jobs. They cut income to labor in order to increase income to capital, like send jobs overseas. Or you look at the big tech companies, their stock took a hit not too long ago. And the first thing they did was they threw thousands of workers out of jobs because they're they're taking income from labor and they're shifting it over to capital. And that, that's happened in a big, big way, Howard. And that's that's a lot what where the middle class has gone. Um, how do we – I noticed you suggest not so much reform but a complete change of our system, right? Yeah, I do. And some people think, oh, well, she must be talking about socialism because we have this idea that our choices are, are binary. It's either capitalism or it's socialism, and I, I think that's not true. So I think we need an economy that's designed for all of us. <clears throat> what does that look like? Well, a democratic economy, that's where we need more small business that's owned by, by families. We need businesses that are owned by workers, and there are more and more of those. And it's a way for founders to exit and, and sell, you know, realize some of the wealth they built and sell to workers. You know, we need people, you know, not getting buried in debt. We need some debt forgiveness. Um, we need various mechanisms where we can we can thrive and we can get ahead, which is, you know, what our economy is supposed to be and what it used to be, and it hasn't been for a long time. How do we get to there? Well, um, I think the first thing, when I say we need a new system, the first thing we need to do is look at the core value system at the heart of the system that we have, which says, it's what I call wealth supremacy. It's the idea that wealthy people matter more than everybody else. They deserve more power. Their rights are more important. You know, we, we protect investor rights in, in trade treaties, but labor rights are, are stripped out. So we need to question this idea that our economy exists to benefit wealthy people. And, and that, that's what it means to, to question this system. Um, does this, I suppose, can't happen unless we have, I don't want to say this is a government-directed system that you would talk about. I guess it's a people-directed system. But uh, as long as we have um, a government that tends to uh, favor the very wealthy and to favor the whole concept of wealth, it's going to be hard to make any changes, right? Well, you know, it's true because capture of government is one of the things that, that wealth supremacy has has enabled, you know, corporate lobbying. And there's just really a handful of wealthy people who do most political contributions. So you're right. Government has been pretty thoroughly captured. And this is why, Howard, I talk about the importance of 
of the idea of wealth supremacy. I mean, you look at like the, the Me Too movement and, and Harvey Weinstein was brought down. He had all the power. But how was it that he, he lost his position after he had abused, you know, dozens of women? He lost legitimacy. What he was doing was not considered legitimate. So I think if this idea of wealth supremacy loses legitimacy, we'll see openings for change. But Marjorie, isn't here, here, let me ask you this question. Don't you want to be rich? Well, I think everyone ought to have the chance to have some assets. Yeah, I, I don't want to be rich, but I want to have a comfortable retirement. I want to have financial security. You know, and I grew up in a family like that. We were never rich, but, um, you know, but we had we had some, some assets to fall back on. And most people don't anymore. Like I said, you know, two out of three don't have a thousand. So, you know, I think what we can do is we can have an economy where we can have some assets and where we should. But but we shouldn't have these mega billionaires. I mean, that's where most of the assets are being yeah, held, a, and that's we, that's what I'm pointing to. I always I, I I always draw a distinction between wealth and wealth inequality. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have. I suppose I'm getting too old to ever reach the goal. <laughs> you know, I'd like to be rich someday. I'd like to be wealthy someday. But and I think most people do, or many people do, but. The difference between wanting to be rich and having wealth in our society and having an unbelievably unbalance of wealth in our society is, yeah. is what's creating our problems. I mean, we have, yeah. we have, we have, the, we have on, the, on the one end, we have very, very low-income folks, and that's a rising category. We have a shrinking middle class, and we have this little tiny group over here that is the wealth class. Yeah. And the way it's set up, it's set up to grow the wealth of those who already have wealth. <clears throat> so that's right. how it's how it's rigged. Um, you know, like only capital has a seat in corporate boardrooms. Right. So member workers are not considered members of the corporation. You, you can go work at a company for 30 years and you're not considered a member of that corporation, whereas a, a hedge fund owning stock for 20 minutes has a vote more than you. I mean, that's absurd. That's an absurd way to organize an economy. And you're right. What it does is it creates this this growing wealth for the few and and the rest of us are struggling. Isn't part of the reason that we don't see a a greater um, grassroots movement against wealth inequality, isn't part of the reason because everybody someday thinks maybe they'll be on the other side? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. And we're and we're also taught to fear uh, government ownership or, yeah. or government action in the economy, uh, and and that is a false fear. I mean, for example, eighty five percent of Americans now get their water from a municipally owned utility. Right. Mm-hmm. So the city owns it or the county owns it. And research shows that means you, you have good service at lower price it's with electricity. About half of electricity is is comes from um, municipal ownership. And the other is investor ownership. They, they charge higher rates and they have lower service. And that's not the story that we hear. Right. The story that we hear is that government is inept and the private sector is better. Well, you know, when you see rural hospitals being taken over by private equity and then closing them or or nursing homes where they have terrible service and 
and rising costs because they're owned by private equity. So we need to start telling the real story, which is that there's too much profit extraction going on, and that's causing a lot of, a lot of problems. You know, I have argued for a lot of years that it's, government is supposed to do things. Government is supposed to be active and help us in our lives and help the, uh, help the common good, improve the common good. Um, and, of course, I get a huge amount of pushback from uh, others who say that that's not the role of government, they should be limited and so on. Uh, what, what, I, what I found interesting, though, was during the pandemic, when government did step up to a large extent and do much of what it should do, Mm-hmm. This is not with, not with the economy per se, but in, in the medical need. Everybody could get a vaccine. Everybody got their test. Nobody wore it. You drove up and you got your test for, vaccine, for COVID. Nobody asked you for an insurance card no, because government took care of it. Child care mm-hmm. tax credit that was put into effect rose a huge number of people out of poverty, and then they, they ended it. Uh, my point is we have just gone through an experience of what what happens when government actually works for the common good? And just oh, that's right, great. Just right before mm-hmm. you, you called, we were talking about I got my, co- my most recent COVID shot on Friday, on Thursday of last week. And um, I already got some people, of course, saying, you know, why, you, why, why do you do that? And somebody said, well, I can't get my COVID shot. I can't afford it anymore. Well, that's because the government for a period of time was saying you need it. You can get it. And then, yeah. and then yeah. stopped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was a great experiment, wasn't it? And what happens when, when government works for the, for the common good and steps in and does what's, what's necessary? And we could do that. We could do that in so many ways. And, 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 you know, and we're taught not to because, like I said, we're taught to fear government. We're taught, we're taught to see government as inept. And I think, I think that that's, it's a false story. Absolutely. Marjorie, I appreciate your time this morning. Anything else you want to share with us about or from Wealth Supremacy? You know, I'll just say it's a book written for, for the rest of us. It's not a technical book. It's not a business or economics book. I, I, I think people might enjoy it. So I, I hope some will, will take a look at it. Chapter 10 intrigues me simply because it's true, and it shouldn't be. The first duty of government is to protect wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. and that is indeed, unfortunately, exactly what we uh, seem to be having these days. Marjorie, I appreciate your time this morning. and. Um, Uh, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for writing the book, and thanks for being out there working on the edges of this issue. Appreciate it. Thanks, Howard. Thank you. Marjorie Kelly, the book is called Wealth Supremacy, How the Extractive Economy and the Biased Rules of Capitalism Drive Today's Crises. Just in case you're curious. I I think she's right. I think she's right on. I think the, the game is rigged. I think the rich continue to get richer. But, Howard, you know, this is just a bad climate to think about stuff like that, or at least I think so. When I think about our country, and, and believe me, we have many, many problems. We have many issues. First and foremost, that I'm concerned about, I hope that we can find some way to stay out of a world war. Well, that's a whole that, different that, issue. That's, but that, is, that is right at the top of the list. Right. So it's hard for me to think about anywhere else, you know, b- balancing the scale. Right now, I think we are teetering just one, one event can push us over the over the edge, and, and I'm concerned about that. Well, I and well, you should be, and I, and we all are. I mean, listen, we have we began with the uh, a couple of years ago with the Ukrainian uh, Russian war, and we've seen that continue to grow. Uh, now we've got Hamas and, and Israel, where Israel has made it quite clear they intend to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. Not that I have a problem with that, 
But you know what's going to happen next. And I'm not Hamas, of course, will respond, and other uh, agents around the world will get involved. I worry dramatically about whether we're heading down towards another world war. To me, again, I'm no uh, major, you know, thinker on stuff like that. But to me, this benefits Russia and Putin. This is the break that he was looking for. He wants disruption around the world, and he'll take advantage of it. Oh, I don't think there's any question about it. And we meld into the fact that, well, he's crazy anyways. I mean, he's, he's and desperate, which and, is really scary. And he has a nuclear weapon. So that also, you know, concerns me. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to be a little more wealthier, Howard, but I got bigger problems I'm worried about right just now. Just so stay alive. <laughs> and that's why I got my COVID shot. <laughs> 26 till the hour. Heading up to the home stretch on our Monday edition of the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's uh, go over to uh, WTRF and TV7's Taylor Long. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this October the 30th. A car crash happened just last night on State Route 7 near Toronto and Jefferson County. We know that two ambulances and highway patrol were on scene. We still don't know if there were any injuries, and we have yet to hear any more details from officials. Stay with 7 News for additional updates. And a tentative agreement has been reached between UAW and Stellantis. UAW President Sean Fain applauded the union's negotiating skills in a video on X. The workers have been on strike for 45 days against the top three car makers. Stellantis North America's COO Mark Stewart says the company looks forward to welcoming back its thousands of employees and resuming operations. President Biden also applauded the news, calling it a testament to the power of unions. And here in the Mountain State, Governor Jim Justice has ordered flags to fly at half-staff today to honor the victims of the horrific shooting in Maine. The order is in accordance with the presidential proclamation that was issued last week. The Justice Administration says it will be a mark of respect for the victims of the senseless act of violence committed in Lewiston. And now that Congress finally has a new House Speaker, it has sparked legislative action in Washington. Issues like funding for Israel and Ukraine are hot topics, but West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito is pushing for action on another pressing issue, the southern border. She says the next round of bills has to address the continually deteriorating situation at the U.S.-Mexico border. She notes that last month alone, 269,000 migrants were apprehended, the highest number in history. And for the second year in a row, a local crossing guard teamed up with United Bank and Marlin Market to put on a trunk or treat for her bus stop kids. Sheila Long has been the crossing guard on Marlin Heights, and she once again did something special for Halloween for the kids at her bus stop. It was a great event, and the kids were very excited to get off the bus that day. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Come to Wheeling Nailers opening night, Saturday, November 4th, featuring special guest Mad Chad Taylor, the chainsaw juggler. Enjoy hilarious cutting-edge fun, intermission hysteria, plus a magnet schedule giveaway, new arena food and beverages, new premium seat options, and introducing our official nail ale beer. It's going to be a mad opening night. Pup drops at 710. Get tickets now. Call 304-234-GOLD or go to wheelingnailers.com. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. 
you can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you have to do is call. And I'll be there. You got a friend. It's one of the sea ladies. I always get them confused. Curly Simon or... Uh, the uh, other sea lady. Or Carol King. There you go. There you go. I, I, had, I, I knew it was one of the sea ladies. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. 938, 22 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, paying tribute to the uh, the TV show Friends in the wake of the death of Matthew Perry, one of the uh, major contenders in Friends, uh, died at the age of 54 over the weekend. Um, a successful and yet troubled life, but he ended up not apparently dying of drugs or an overdose or things that had plagued him, which, again, I still find almost sad that he battled all of the addictions and so on, and he seems to have finally gotten them under control. And the next thing you know, we've got, uh, uh, he, he drowns in a bathtub. So it's just um, just something. What do we have? 51 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Temperature has been dropping this morning. It's going to drop all day long. 51 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 52 at the Highlands, 52 in Elm Grove, and 51 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It's going to be a rainy day today. Rain may lighten up a little bit, then we'll take a little break, and then we'll come back again. Basically, it's going to be a rain day all day. Temperatures will drop as the day goes on, 44 or so by mid-afternoon. Then we'll be hitting around um, 20s overnight tonight, 25, 26, they say. Uh, you get your long johns ready, Bob? I've had them out. Yeah, I'm ready to go. It's, it's going to be a cold night tonight. Make sure I have the uh, the warm blanket ready for it's tonight. It's not going to be cold in my house. You know why, Howard? Why is that? Maraud heating and air. That's, That's why right. they, they fix my furnace. That's, That's right. right. Call them. If you're having problems with your furnace, call them. The, we have no problems with our furnace or heating or air conditioning, except that it is hard for me to balance the heat in the house. Living room, we get perfect. But then when I go to bed, it's cold in the bedroom. i got to there's a way to balance that out and I just haven't balanced it out yet but uh, uh, you know I, I'm comfy and cozy in the living room now I gotta be honest and again you people think I'm crazy we have a little electric fireplace does it actually put out heat it does it's you know it's electric but it's in the gotcha. inner mantle and it, it does it, so I have that on in the evening and the fan at the same time and I turn the fan on and that I'm telling you what the electric heat comes this way the fan blows this way I, I hit the perfect temperature my wife isn't all that happy about it sometimes, but I think the perfect, the perfect temperature. So, um, but anyways, be prepared for a frost overnight tonight. Wouldn't go down into the 20s, certainly low 30s, below freezing. We do have a frost to freeze warning for you in the morning tomorrow, and then tomorrow we'll warm up only into the um, uh, into the mid 40s. Yeah, mid 40s tomorrow, and then uh, sunny. 
the rest of the week, but in the 40s for most of the rest of the week. Seems like it was just yesterday, Howard. We were saying goodbye to summer. Now it's like we're saying uh, hello to winter. We're saying goodbye to fall almost. Where'd right? fall go? You know, the leaves have all pretty much fallen, right? Uh, at least at our house, the leaves have fallen to the ground. And we didn't get the uh, the color this year, it seems like. And somebody, maybe it was uh, Adam that said why. It was the, you need so much moisture for the leaves or, you know. I thought we got one good week of color. It was not this Sunday before this. As I was driving to Dillonvale, I was really, the, the trees along the side of the, on Route 7, just beautiful, just bursts of color. And one of the ladies at our Dillonvale church had taken a bunch of pictures and posted them. But it was, it, you get like two days of good color, and then it went away. Now, of course, the rain, if there was any color left. That'll knock them off. The rain has just knocked them off. Our tree in our front yard has lost its leaves from top to bottom. It's weird looking. If you drive and look at the tree, the top is tree, leafless. But there's still leaves on the bottom. It's just a, it's strange the way it fell out. Strange, Howard. Now we have to, um, and when I say we, Nancy, we need to uh, <laughs> we need to get our sidewalk cleaned of these uh, wet leaves before tomorrow night, which is a Halloween night. So. We don't want Jim Justice or, or Bray Carey slipping no, out there I, as they give out candy, Howard. What's your line when you'll be saying, "You got my money." <laughs> My goodness, I little go, little boys and girls. I am your governor, and I want. I wish you goodness. Here's a Clark bar. I wish you goodness, Bray. What are you doing here? You got my money. <laughs> Eighteen to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. I was going to do a whole segment on this, and I'm just going to do a real quickie. Uh, it was something I found on Facebook over the weekend. Somebody, an out of towner, said, "Tell me where I can get the bo- the best soup and sandwiches here in the Ohio Valley." I already know the answer to that, but go ahead. No, right. I, tell me that. What do you think? Well, I'm going to go down and see. If I want soup and sandwich, I go down and see Angel. That's who I go down and see. Uh, my my response was best soup in town, Hall of Fame Cafe. Cannot beat. Hall of Fame Cafe for soup. Now, there are other great places that do have good soup. Uh, my second comment was Generations has tremendous chili, excellent soups. They vary by the day. You know, sometimes they have certain kinds, sometimes the other kind, and a great selection of sandwiches. Uncle Pete's soup variety is top-notch as well. Is there chili back yet to you now? It is, and I love Uncle Pete's uh, chili, it's, so, and they have a great uh, steak hoagie also. But uh, best soup in town, Hall of Fame Cafe, you just plain can't beat it. But we actually, there's a, a lot of good places that serve good soup around here. Um, and that wasn't always the case, but I think uh, there's a lot of good ones. So I was going to make that into a big segment and see what people think. And you all, you all certainly can text us, 304-214-1600. What is the best, where do you get the best soup, best sandwiches in town? Um, there are lots and lots of places. Again, I, I just don't think you can beat Angel in the Hall of Fame for the best soup. But Generations, I love their soup. Uncle Pete's soup depends what they have in both those places. Sometimes they have a soup that I like, sometimes not so much. So um, check that out. And there are plenty, plenty of others. I think we had Coleman's. You and I are spoiled, though. I mean, we are. <laughs> we don't even i mean they are there's a bunch of them out there but if you said to me hey i'm feeling soup and a sandwich end of conversation right yeah let's record to the hall of fame cafe that's right soup is the hall of fame cafe and there's just it's not even arguable their chicken rice soup you'd like different kinds of soup down there but I, I usually stick with the chicken noodle the chicken rice soup that angel makes and whoever makes it but the angels place the uh, hall of fame cafe can't beat it but you I mean, really can't beat it. Period. You just can't beat it for, uh, and believe me, I'm a chicken rice soup guy. I know what I'm talking about. Howard knows. I, when it comes to soup, I can tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
Before uh, Bob Westfall comes in, can we remind everyone, Howard, about that big city operations auction this Saturday, uh, November 4th? And it's down at City Operations Center. Uh, that's Not at 10 Clater. Hunter Avenue. Yes, in Clayter. And uh, the auction, help me out here. Howard. Uh, the auction is Saturday at, uh, the auction begins at 10, the inspection's at 9. So don't be late. Yeah, again, when the. When it says auctions at 10, and that ding, we start right then. Um, it's all kinds of great vehicles, and these are pretty good vehicles. Um, I'll just give you a couple of examples. I'm going to pick and choose from the list. They've got two 2014 Chevrolet Caprices, two 2010 Chevrolet Impalas, a 2013 Ford Police Interceptor. That's what you need, a fast car. There you go. Ford Crown Victorious, 2005 Dodge Durango. Jeeps. 2012 Jeep Liberty. Hey, there you if go. If it's got a rag top, don't... Uh, <laughs> be careful when it rains. Be careful when it rains. And they have other things as well. They've got... Um, Street Sweeper, Howard. I, I, uh, I've said before, that would have been kind of cool. Before you got the Jeep, Bob, I could have seen you getting a Street Sweeper driving to work. You I know? have to leave a little early, though. Yeah, that's, that'd be cool. But anyways, check more about this out at the website, frioandstack.com, frioandstack.com. The auction is this coming Saturday, November 4th, auction at 9 inspect i'm sorry auction at 10 auction at 10 <laughs> inspection at 9 at the clater operations center of the city this is a city of wheeling and ohio county commission vehicle and excess equipment auction they do this at least i think once a year maybe twice a year don't they and on a personal note this is nothing but the truth my oldest son was looking for a, a vehicle the very last uh, city auction he bought a SUV. He loves it. Still driving it. Very, very happy. So uh, this is the place to go if you're looking for a vehicle. I'll bet he got a good price. He did. Yeah. Win, 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 win. Every everybody wins when you go to the auction. So again, more details and more info about the specific things that'll be on uh, the auction block by going to frioandstack.com. I think you can do. Let me double check this. Yes, you can do internet bidding as well. But it's also a live auction, so you can go down and visit, uh, see, look at the cars, walk around. Which really, I mean, I get, I get the concept of of internet bidding, and I understand. But people, you want to kick the tires, don't you? If Howard? you're talking about a vehicle, don't you want to, you know, don't you want to walk around, look at it, kind of poke your nose in the in the window, and you know, just kind of get a good feel for it. Anyways, it's coming up this Saturday, ten o'clock the auction, nine o'clock the inspection, Clater Operations Center in the city of Wheeling. Oh, I don't know where I'm not from town. Where's this Clatter place? It's it's the other end of Wheeling Hospital. All right. If you go over the bridge and you would turn left and go up to Wheeling Hospital, you turn right and go to the Clatter operation. There'll be signs. You can't miss it. You cannot miss it, and uh, you don't want to miss it because this is. And don't be looking, late. If you're looking for a vehicle, this is it. Thirteen to the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, 
offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on The Watchdog. Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on The Watchdog, WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me. For sure, that's what friends are We are celebrating friends today, like Slider and I. We're friends. How about five till seven? How friendly were we then, Howard? I was in a good mood. <laughs> but I brought you down pretty quick, didn't I? I just uh, There are certain times when I learned the best thing to do, <laughs> put my head down and just just leave you alone until, Thank all, you, Howard. until it all works out. It all And eventually it does. Eventually, um, eventually it does. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. I don't get this. Mr. Monroe. You are forcing me to ask you this question. Literally 3% of Americans have gotten the COVID shot. Why did you do so? A, that's a, where do you get that statistic? You're, absolutely not. Overwhelming majority of Americans have received the COVID shot. The statistic I'm looking at here and is from last year, 81%. So where did you get that? 3%. That's ridiculous. Um, why did you do so? I did it so I don't die. I did it so I don't die. The shot doesn't prevent COVID. No, actually, it doesn't prevent COVID. The shot mitigates the effects of COVID if you were to get COVID. It may actually keep you from getting COVID, but it doesn't guarantee that you don't get COVID. It mitigates the effects of COVID. Why did I do it? Because I'm not, I mean, I don't have to say, I don't want to die. Because I saw people die during COVID. And I live in that world where my, my system is compromised enough that the wrong, jeez. I just don't get it. 
You're forcing me to ask you, why did you do it? Why did I do it? I want to die. It's like you're just trying to cause trouble. I'm going to take this shot just to just to I, stir it up I, a little all bit. All I want to do is I'm, it's, I'm just, just... What's to live? It's because I think it'll make Trump mad. I mean, that's... <laughs> you know, that's exact. I just don't get it. Uh, let me see real quick before I get to Bob Westfall. Um, Mr. Monroe, tell the people who complain about vaccines, take their participation trophies and go home. Uh, I'm looking forward to my vaccines on Friday, says this uh, texter. Frio Stack Oxford Service text line is open at 304-214-1600. Bob Westfall is here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Mr. Bob. Morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. I'm better than I was on Friday when I had my COVID shot reaction. I've never had a reaction to the vaccine before, but Friday I did. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've, I've never have. Uh, to, you know, I, I don't know why. Just, you know, other than soreness at the where you get the shot, but I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, I don't. Um, I've never had a problem, but I just middle of the night on Thursday night it hit me. Uh, couldn't breathe. No, I shouldn't say couldn't breathe, but I, I was short of breath. Had. Um, I was coughing like crazy, and mm-hmm. um, and I woke up in the morning and I realized I wasn't thinking very well. Now I know some people think that's probably like every day. Oh yeah, that's a loaded one there, pal. Yeah, but I had a little, a little proverbial brain fog, so I uh, I just know I couldn't do the show. So, but I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. What you guys Thanks, working pal. on? What you guys working on today? Uh, a few things to work on today. Obviously, we are watching the weather. We are under a freeze warning. Uh, expires tomorrow. Uh, you see temperatures as low as 28 expected, uh, just covering a whole area. So uh, uh, it is that time of year. So uh, Adam, uh, Zach, and our crew are going to be working on that. Obviously, um, uh, take precautions. Uh, make sure everything's okay. Make sure your furnaces are working yeah. uh, properly, things like that. Uh, we don't want to do any stories on carbon monoxide poisoning or anything like that. So, uh, again, that's the huge thing right now is the weather, uh, the temperature drops that we have coming. And it, uh, it, is, it is going to be really cold. I mean, it, it, we've had a freeze warning before, but this is going to be, we're going to be in the 20s, I guess, or maybe in the 20s tonight. So, very important. Yeah. Yeah, I usually sleep with the window open. So uh, we'll probably keep that going. I still like my windows open. Uh, so we've got that. A couple other things we're working on is a uh, big announcement. And I, I, what I can tell you is it happens at 11 o'clock. It happens at the Highlands. Uh, but right now I can't tell much more beyond that because um, it actually another government official let it slip. So Ooh. nobody told me it's embargoed, but I don't want to push my luck. Oh, so, so you watch, so you, you got a sneak preview. Okay. So watch 7 News at noon, and we'll have an update on that. Uh, Jake McGluffey will be covering that. Also going to be talking to Mac Warner on uh, getting ready uh, for the elections next year. Huge election, presidential election. Uh, obviously, we've got a Senate race in both uh, both uh, Ohio, West Virginia. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, what, what, what is he doing uh, within the Secretary of State's office to make sure we've got a good, uh, safe election coming up? So we've got that. Uh, I'm going to talk about trick-or-treat safety. A Halloween trick-or-treat in Wheeling is tomorrow. Several other towns around the valley are having it tomorrow as well. Uh, we had it on Saturday, which was just miserable, I felt, for the kids. It literally rained the entire time. Oh, uh, but we're going to talk about safety, just things to be safe, not only if you're trick or treat.
treating, you know, bright colors, things like that. But if you're if you're a, a, a driver or something like that, watch out for the kids. They're out there. They're going to be running around uh, pretty much on sugar highs. So you want to be careful on that. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be even. I, I think it's going to we have the potential for rain, but even if not, it's going to be wet. It's going to be slick leaves, all that kind of stuff. So be very careful. Exactly. Yep. So be careful out there. Uh, we're going to explain what the blue pumpkins mean. Uh, we're over at Augusta Levy right now, and Elise Murphy is going to do that story. See the blue pumpkins out there. There's a reason uh, that they are displayed at this time of the year, uh, especially in the fall. So we're going to explain that uh, today at 5 o'clock. Uh, so we'll have that following up on the uh, uh, the Steelers game yesterday, how they did. Uh, I think uh, Dugan is on his way to Pittsburgh as we speak for their press conference. Uh, they get, don't have much time to rebound because they are the Thursday night game this week. Uh, so you get Steelers. Uh, the Browns lost to my Seahawks. Uh, so there's, uh, there's double there. And, of course, the Ravens won in the Central. So uh, Scott will be following up uh, that with Dugan today. So a little bit of everything. Uh, again, just watching the weather, watching the temps, things like that. Um, and I think Adam's even talking about possible some some, some flurries later in the week. So um, it's that time of year. All right. All this coming up today at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 5.30 for the region-wide show, always at WTRF.com. And, uh, of course, carry Channel 7 in your pocket. might be a particularly good uh, day and evening to have Storm Tracker 7 with you because temperature's dropping during the day down to the freezing range tonight. So put Storm Tracker 7 on your phone, the news app on your phone, and you just have all the information you need right there with you. Sounds great. Yep, absolutely. Remember, just be safe out there. All right, Bob, talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Right, guys. Appreciate it. Um, all right, the texter was somewhat right. Uh, he, he, he or she corrected himself. So I'm talking with the COVID booster. It is indeed true. The current COVID booster, the one I got last week, uh, only about 7%, not 3 but only about 7% of the Americans have received it. Now, it's only been out for about a month. And quite frankly, again, unlike the first vaccines, in some cases you have to pay for it. It depends on what your insurance does. So um, to answer the question, why did I get it? Again, because I don't want to die. Uh, I would be, COVID would be tremendously dangerous for me, and I, I will get it, and I will continue to get the COVID shots as necessary uh, along the way. The, the texture was right. Uh, I, I looked up COVID shots, and this she, he, he or she talking about the COVID booster that is currently available. It's only been out for about a month, but it is, it's only about 7% of the U.S. population. Again, as Bob said earlier, it's, we don't have that mass vaccination system right now, so you got to you know, know how to get it, where to get it, and go get it. Speaking of going, i got to. i got to go. got to get out of here. Kirchwell's got the comm coming up next. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, it's a Monday, so Seth is in today at noon, and um, Pine Room Guys later on in the day. You got it. And uh, Bob and I, all things uh, equal, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Hopefully, uh, remember, the ragtop holds the water, Bob. So Thanks, Howard. Don't, uh, don't give yourself another shower. No. Sixteen hundred WKKX Wheeling.